The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. on the Central Coast. It is Thursday, February 11th, 2021. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Hometown Radio. I'm Dave Congleton. Thanks for joining us. We hope you'll stick around. I give you my pledge for the next four hours. We will not talk about impeachment. You have landed on a Donald Trump free zone. We're going to go in other directions. Join us. Straight ahead on this broadcast, Amber Johnson, the founder and CEO of Shotgun Sally Trading Company, is going to be here. Let's talk about the fact that gun dealers sold more than 2 million firearms last month. That's a 75% increase over January 2020, a lot of those to women. So let's talk about women and guns with Amber. Carl Beck is back at 505. He wants to predict the future. He wants to talk about technology, medicine, entertainment, what he thinks the future holds. And then our buddy from Motormouse, Jason Ornelas, will join us during the 6 o'clock hour. As uh, many of you are aware, General Motors said it will phase out gas-powered cars and trucks and sell only vehicles that have zero tailpipe emissions by the year 2035. Jason will react to that and will uh, invite your participation as well. How's that sound? I think that sounds like a pretty good lineup. I'd listen to this show. I hope you'll stick around. First up, well, we know that Sunday is Valentine's Day. And by the way, Craig and I will be away on Monday. It's kind of embarrassing to have President's Day off, but it's a company holiday. We're going to take it. So we'll have a best of day for you on Monday. We're going to enjoy a three-day weekend, and we're going to enjoy Valentine's Day. And... For many people, particularly because of the pandemic and what the weather might be, a lot of you are going to curl up with a good movie. And I'm kind of curious about what movies come to mind for Valentine's Day. Always good to check in with Derek Ferguson, pulp writer and film critic, bon vivant, man about town, all-around interesting guy. Check out his website at DerekLFerguson.com as we welcome him back to Hometown Radio. Derek, how are you? I am doing quite well, my friend. How are you doing on this sir. fine day? I am good. Always good to hear your voice, sir. Things are well out there? Uh, well, uh, either the skies is opening up and is dumping a ton of snow on us or it's trying to freeze us to death, one or the other. In the last couple of days, it either snows or the temperature just goes right into the basement. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but hey, that's why they call it winter, right? Yes. But the good news for you as a film aficionado is that that gives you an excuse, I would imagine, to stay home, curl up, and watch a good movie. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, any opportunity I could take to stay home and watch movies, I take it with no complaint. How many movies do you think you watch in a typical week, Derek? In a typical week, uh, anywhere between seven and ten. And how do you decide what movies you're going to watch? Just whatever kind of if, piques your interest, or uh, it all depends. Some movies I rewatch for the purpose of writing a review. Some of them I watch because. They're recommended to me by friends because, as you can imagine, I have people recommending movies to me all the time. I bet. So, I, so I'm so i never without, and I just recently uh, subscribed to the Criterion channel, which has all of these terrific movies on there. So for the last week or so, I've been immersing myself in uh, Japanese gangster movies, <laughs> which has been totally fascinating. Really? You recommend that? Oh, yeah, Japanese noir, yeah, it's, a, it's. I mean, their take on the gangster movie is so unique and so fascinating. Violent as hell, of course, yeah. but it's, you know, so different from the American gangster movie, but at the same time, it's very familiar. All right, but so Valentine's Day coming up, what about the romance genre, either romantic drama or romantic comedy? Are you aficionado of the romance genre, Derek? Well, yeah, I am, but I tend to go toward, like, the, as you can imagine, given my taste, kind of like the offbeat sort of movies that a lot of people probably wouldn't have heard of. I'm not the guy that, like, every year I go back and I watch uh, something like, say, Ghost. I, yeah. You know, I don't do that. Uh, you know, I tend to take the romantic comedies that have a little something extra to them or provide a little twist that makes you go, oh, okay, that's, that's different. All right, well, let's pursue this question. With Valentine's Day coming up, I asked uh, Craig to pick a couple. I've got a couple. You've got a couple. We want to make some recommendations for a movie that a couple could watch together on Valentine's Day. Derek, give us an example of a movie you might recommend. Okay, the first movie I'm going to recommend is one of my favorites. It's called Same Time Next Year. And uh, it stars Ellen Burstein and Alan Alda. And it's about a couple that uh, meet at a California um, seaside resort. And they meet. And through circumstances, they fall in love. And they decide to pursue an affair. But this affair is kind of different in that they only meet once a year at this same place for the rest of the year they have absolutely no contact with each other they don't call each other they don't write each other letters but this one weekend every year they meet and through this we get to see because it starts in like the 40s and it goes to the 50s the 60s the 70s we see how um the ellen burston character turns from a housewife into like a, a college radical you know, she goes back to college. Alan Alda uh, changes from a liberal Democrat to a uh, Ronald Reagan um, uh, sort of uh, guy. And it's just fascinating seeing how American culture changes the way that these two people change. And, as I, as I you know, we never find out anything about their marriage, you know, because we never see their spouses. So we don't know 
the circumstances of their marriage, but it's, it's just these two people and this unusual sort of affair that they're carrying on throughout the decade. As I recall, it was based on a play. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I want to say Neil Simon, but then I always want to say Neil Simon yeah. every time I hear, yeah. Yeah. I, I think about, uh, <laughs> you know, um, the adaptation of a play. No, uh, it actually, screenplay is by Bernard Slade, based on his 1975 play. Yeah. No, I've never seen that, but I remember, um, I've seen the trailer, and I know Johnny Mathis had a hit song from the movie. Oh, it's a beautiful, I'm telling you, by the time you get to the end of the movie and that song starts, if you don't have a lump in your throat, you're not a human being. Yeah. All right. It's a wonderful movie. Unfortunately, I wish I, you know what, I wish I checked before I picked this movie, but I like it so much, I can't imagine that it's not streaming someplace. I checked, and apparently it's not streaming anywhere. For people to watch, so folks, I hate to recommend a movie that you that apparently you can't see. But if you ever do get it, if you ever see this anywhere, please, I it's a wonderful movie. Yeah, no, I've heard great things about it. All right, Craig, give us one of your movies. What would you recommend people see on Valentine's Day? I know you think I'm going to pick uh, Casablanca, but I will not because <laughs> I don't think that's a romantic movie. It is not a true romance movie. I think it's more of a, a war movie. Well, on Rotten Tomatoes, where they picked the top 100 romantic movies of all time, Casablanca is number one. There's no romance in it. Okay. No time is you're romancing I'm not the ladies. Debate that. Just pick your movie. Okay, I'm going to go. My first pick would be Sabrina, 1954 with William Holden. That, was, Bogart. that was my first pick. Oh. <laughs> That's good. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. I mean, you can't beat it. Billy Wilder. I mean, yeah. he's such a great director. All right, um, something newer, I think, is the iconic... Well, well, but, but talk about Sabrina. Uh, it, well, William Holden is the playboy, the, you know, kind of kind of a bit of a cad, and Bogart's character, who's so stuffy, It's and it's funny, too, like the scene in the boat where he's talking about, he's playing the song, We Have No Bananas Today, and she, and she says, oh, I've never heard this song. He's like, oh, yeah, it's brand new. Even though, you know, we know that that song is from the 20s. So he's really giving his age in that movie. It is very funny. And uh, it's it's really terrific. It's everyone at their prime. Derek, do you know that movie? Uh, okay, you're going to hate me for this. I've only seen the remake, the one with Harrison Ford. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 And, and I've, never, I've never seen the original. But don't ask me why, because they show it on Turner Classic movies all the time. It's just I've never, you know, like sat down and watched it. I guess I'm going to have to do that this weekend, huh, Dave? Uh, well, right after you see the Alfred Hitchcock movies. Yeah. From last <laughs> yeah. time. I've still, got, I've still got North by Northwest or my DVR. All right, before we take and the... Rear Window. Yeah. And Rear Window. Before we take the break, let's hear from Amy up in Bradley on KVEC. Hi, Amy. That's my husband's... I'll, he watches that movie as much as he watches Moonstruck. Anytime it's on, but there's a Harrison Ford version. It's terrible. A newer version. Craig, have you seen the new the version? He watches all the time. Yeah, it's not that good. So he watches the it's new good, version? It's good, but it's, I like the old one. No, I the, do like the old one. The old one is incredible. It's funny. Yeah, it's the, really good. The second, But that's the, my husband. That, Moonstruck, and there's a couple other. Anytime it's on, he's watching it. You're going to be watching it on Sunday? Sure, why not? That's a good one to watch. Yeah, I love it. All right, Happy. Amy. Thank you. 
Let's uh, get a break in. We'll come back and chat more with uh, Derek Ferguson. I'm Dave Congleton. Happy Thursday. A little bit of breaking local news to share with you. Paul Flores, who is, in my opinion, the number one suspect in the disappearance of Cal Poly student Kristen Smart, has been arrested on a weapons charge today in Southern California. KSBY has the story. Paul Flores, a person of interest in the disappearance of Cal Poly student Kristen Smart, was arrested on a weapons charge Thursday in Southern California. LAPD confirms Flores was arrested in Rancho Palos Verdes around 9.45 this morning on suspicion of being a felon in possession of a firearm, which is a felony. I stress this has totally unrelated to the Kristen Smart disappearance, but Paul Flores is under arrest on a weapons charge. We'll keep an eye on that story and see what is happening. We are in conversation with a pulp writer and film critic, Derek L. Ferguson. That's his website, DerekLFerguson.com. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, so Craig and Derek and I are agreeing on what movies we think that you might want to consider watching on Valentine's Day. So Derek uh, threw in same time next year. Craig came up with Sabrina, the Billy Wilder, Audrey Hepburn version. I think I'd start my list by going with The Apartment. Billy Wilder. Craig and I share a love of Billy Wilder. Derek, do you like you like Billy Wilder? Wilder. And I, okay, finally, this is, I should say, this is a movie I have seen. Yeah. I've seen this movie about half a dozen times, and I totally love it. Just for the fact that Fred McMurray, of all people, plays a utter and total rotten human being in yeah. this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Jack Lemmon, Shirley MacLaine, and Fred McMurray. And mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just one of the great uh, comedies, but, but also one of the great romances. Because of that triangle between Fred McMurray and Shirley MacLaine and Jack Lemmon. I think it's Jack Lemmon at his best. It's my favorite Jack Lemmon movie. Yeah, it's a it's an amazingly you know it always uh, kills me how people talk about how mature movies and adult uh, movies are made now, but they can't touch this movie as far as the subject matter and how it's dealt with. Although they did try to make a mu- uh, musical out of it, I think in the seventies or the eighties, called Promises, Promises, and the only thing that came oh, out of okay. it was the song. Uh, I'll never fall in love again. It was a musical based on the apartment. Anyway, so that'd be my first Ooh. one. Derek, give us another one on your list. Okay. This one is, again, a little bit different in that the romance between the two characters isn't a physical one. It's between their imaginations. Because uh, the name of the movie is The Whole Wide World. The whole wide and it stars world. Vincent D'Onofrio and Renee Zellweger and Anne Wedgworth. And um, in the movie, Renee Zellweger's character uh, is dating this guy who happens to be the best friend of Robert E. Howard, the creator of Conan and Cull and Solomon Kane, and who is generally acknowledged as being the uh, father of American sword and sorcery fantasy fiction. And uh, um, Renee Zellweger... Her character meets Robert E. Howard, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, and because she wants to be a writer as well. And she becomes completely entranced 
with the sheer imaginative power of this man. Now, mm. she knows that a true physical romance between the two of them is never going to happen because he's too attached to his mother, played by Anne Wedgworth. But, uh, as I said, the, the true romance between them is their imagination. As, you know, she spends time with him and just listens to him as he talks about writing and his characters and how he feels about them and how they're alive for them and they become alive for her too. Wow. It's a wonderful movie, especially if you're a fan of Robert E. Howard. It also works as a biography. If you want to know a little bit more about him and his life, I recommend this movie highly. So this is called The Whole Wide World. The Whole Wide World All right. from 1996. All right. Craig, you got a second one? Yeah, I'm going to go with one that my wife and I both really love, uh, The Quiet Man, John oh, Wayne. Yeah. yeah, talk about it. Uh, it's it's another fun movie. I was surprised my wife really liked it, and she loved the uh, the fiery spirit of uh, Maureen O'Hare and how it's almost like, it's like a violent love movie because she is so fiery in that. And John Wayne is actually the calming, uh, <laughs> the calm person in the relationship, and it's very loving and it's quaint. The little Irish village and the backstory that's a little mysterious about, you know, we find out later that, you know, he killed a man in the ring and he wants to leave boxing and go back to his ancestral home where he's from and no one in the town remembers him until like later. So it's a very sweet movie, but I think it's a movie that guys definitely can really enjoy because of John Wayne, obviously, his character in that. As uh, John Ford, right? Yeah, yeah, and that was, it's got a great backstory about how it was made. John Wayne had to make another movie to get RKO to agree to make that one. Hmm. Derek, you have any thoughts on John Wayne and the Quiet Man? Uh, only that this movie makes a great double feature with McClintock, another <laughs> movie with him and Maureen right. O'Hara, yeah. where they're married. But McClintock is more like a really cracked-out version of what romance is. Uh, it's a Western loosely based on the taming of the shrew. Yes. But it's always fun to see John Wayne and Marina Hara. You know, always fun to see them. Since we're talking about all these old uh, time movies, I guess my second choice I throw in The African Queen with Catherine Hepburn and Humphrey Bogart, of course. I just think if people haven't seen that, I get, they're doing something with The Rock and uh, an actress whose name is escaping me now. Based on the Jungle Land uh, ride at Disneyland or Adventureland, Jungle Cruise, Jungle Cruise, and it, it's been yeah, delayed was... because of the pandemic. But when you watch the trailer, basically they're remaking the African Queen, and I always get nervous when they try to. I don't know why they always remake the good movies. Why don't they remake the bad movies and try to make them better? Anyway. I want you to think about this during the break because we're going to invite your phone calls when we come back with uh, Derek Ferguson. Valentine's Day is around the corner. If there's a movie you want to see with your loved one on Valentine's Day, what would it be? Let's talk movies on Hometown Radio. And welcome back to our impeachment-free zone. We're trying to stay away from that topic today. Amber Johnson from Shotgun Sally Trading Company is going to join us during the 4 o'clock hour. We'll continue our conversation about women and guns and how that has uh, become a popular thing in our culture these days. 
We're talking movies with Derek Ferguson, pulp writer and film critic. Check out his website at Derek L. Ferguson. He spells Derek, D-E-R-R-I-C-K, DerekLFerguson.com. Sunday is Valentine's Day, so we're just sitting around talking about movies we recommend for Valentine's Day viewing. What might put you in the mood? Uh, so far, between Derek and Craig and me, we have put up with um, same time next year, The Whole Wide World, The Original Sabrina, The Quiet Man, The Apartment, and The African Queen, all classic movies. We invite you to call in and join in the conversation. This is one of those topics that everyone has an opinion on. What's yours? 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Sunday is Valentine's Day. What's the movie that you would watch? Uh, Derek on the Stolberg text line, listener number one, is recommending Sleepless in Seattle. Love that movie. It never gets old. Any reaction? Uh, this uh, this one with Tom Hanks, right? Yep. Tom Hanks, yeah. I've seen that about three or four times. Wonderful movie. Uh, Tom Hanks and I can't think of the cute, Meg the Ryan. cute girl with the button nose. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a Tom Hanks movie. So generally anything that Tom Hanks is in, I watch. And that movie always gets me every time I watch it. I don't watch it too often. But what I do, you know, if it's on and I turn it on, no matter what spot I'm in, I got to finish watching it. Nick in Grover Beach has several here. Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's a tough one for me to watch. I love Audrey Hepburn. I can watch anything with Audrey Hepburn. But Breakfast at Tiffany's is tough for me because of Mickey Rooney and his Chinese portrayal. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he also <laughs> likes Splendor in the Grass. I admit I've never seen that. Uh, no, I've uh, never seen that either. Is that Warren Beatty? I believe that's Warren Beatty. Yeah, it is. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, and Ken likes A Moment in Time. I've never heard of that. I know Somewhere in Time is a... Is that yeah, still, that's Somewhere in Time. With yeah. Christopher Reeve and uh, Jane Seymour and Christopher Plummer. Jane Seymour. Who we just lost. Mm-hmm. That's a, a nice romantic movie, but I don't know A Moment in Time. All right, 805 We welcome your phone calls for the perfect Valentine's Day movie. What's number three on your list, Eric? Um, a movie on Netflix that my wife found and told me I had to sit down and watch it. Uh, it's called Our Souls at Night with Robert Redford and Jane Fonda. Oh, I saw that. And I'm looking recommend- yeah. Hello? Yeah, hi. I saw that. I liked oh. it. Yeah, and I'm recommending it because it's a love story for us older folks. Where uh, Robert Redford, he's a widower. He just recently lost his wife. Jane Fonda is his neighbor, who he knows. You know, he knows her well enough to say hi to, but he doesn't really know her all that well. And one day she comes to him with a proposition uh, that they sleep together. Not for sex, but just because she misses having somebody in the bed with her. You know, hearing those noises. And and, and 
Robert Redford character, he's kind of, you know, taken aback by this at first. He doesn't know how to make, you know, he doesn't know what to make of this. But he agrees to it. And a really sweet relationship begins to develop out of what starts off as simply uh, two people looking for companionship is what it is. And that's what it's about. And, And it's about getting older. And it's about dealing with the loss of a spouse and how you go on. And um, it's a very life-affirming movie. Yeah, I would agree. And I recommend it highly. I would agree with everything you just said. Craig, what's number three for you? Uh, I was going to do Sleepless in Seattle. I think it's like the iconic movie, but my wife's favorite, the long, long trailer with Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Oh, I haven't seen that in forever. (laughs) Have you seen that, Derek? Oh, that I used to watch. When I was a kid, they had something here in New York called the 430 movie. And it was like they used to show that thing all the time. And my mother would watch it every single time that thing came on. And when, and when uh, she got a, a VHS, you know, she would always bug me. Oh, can you find that movie for me? Can you find that movie? For some reason, people who are into, you know, Lucy, you know, they go eight weeks. Over that movie. All right. Me, myself, me nope. myself, I don't think it's all that funny, but hey, my wife, I'm not from that generation. She absolutely loves that movie. She laughs constantly. All right, we've got... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead, Dirk. No, no, no. I was about to say, my mother does the same thing. She laughs hysterically every time she watches that movie. I don't get it. Uh, let's take a double call to start us off. We have Myrlene and Joe calling in. Hi to you both. Hi. Hi, Dave. Hi, Derek. Hey, Joe. Hi, Myrlene. Hey, how you doing? Hi. So I'm going to go more contemporary. Okay. Uh, The one I thought was very funny and very moving was Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, I saw that. I laughed. I laughed, but I also, uh, it touched me in many ways. Yeah. So that's my favorite. Now, uh, as Myrlene knows, I tend to prefer the romantic dramas where the lovers are not together at the end. Okay. Uh, Way We Were is my favorite of that genre. Well, The Way We Were, sure. In honor of Valentine's Day, I will pick one with a happy ending. Guess who's coming to dinner? Oh, all right. Derek, have any thoughts on either the way we were or guess who's coming to dinner? Um, well, of course, guess who's coming to dinner. That's an absolute classic. And the way we were is like, that's like one of those movies on Valentine's Day. That's like one of those movies that was like kind of designed for Valentine's Day. It kind of really was. <laughs> well, I haven't seen that in forever. Oh, no, yeah, I haven't seen that in years. Joe and Myrlene, do you guys agree on movies? Or do you have a debate as to what you want to watch? Uh, Sometimes, but not often enough. Because I like a lot of, you know, uh, comedy uh, uh, movies and, uh, you know, stories that are fun. Uh, he likes the very serious types of movies and have messages and all. So we um, we don't always agree. But well, I, I often go to see what he wants to see. Sometimes I enjoy, sometimes I don't. But, uh, but they're very we heavy. enjoy plenty of movies together, yes. Mm-hmm. The couple that watches movies together stays together. 
Mm. So <laughs> certainly has yeah. been the case so far. And yeah. you guys picked a lot of ones. I have to keep crossing things off my list. Yeah. So you guys have gone through quite a few of our um, our, our uh, favorites. Uh, but again, on one of the the ones that I like that I'm sure Joe wouldn't watch is 13 Going on 30 uh, with um, what's her name? Oh, Jennifer Garner. Garner, yes. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Was fun. Nice to hear from both of you. Happy Valentine's Day to you both. And it's Joe's birthday on Valentine's Day, so that's too hard for me. Uh, (laughs) Happy birthday, Joe. Nice to hear from you both. Thank you for calling in. 805-543-8830-800-549-5832. Susie's in Atascadero on KVEC. Hi, Susie. Hi, Dave. Hi, Susie. Um, I don't really watch many movies, but I liked conspiracy theory and oh mel gibson with julia roberts and mel gibson yeah. which is kind of an odd love story because it's not really a love story or it's a one-sided love story but it's a fabulous movie what made you respond to that Susie? well it's just so sweet the way uh julia roberts kind of protects mel gibson and and then the trick ending at the end i won't give it away but it's just sweet and it's extremely suspenseful so it's fun. Yeah. Derek, do you remember that movie at all? I remember that movie, and as a matter of fact, it makes a good double feature with Bird on the Wire, with Mel Gibson and Goldie Hawn, because it's yeah. kind of like the same thing. It's a romance, but it's a thriller yeah. also at the same time. Susie, oh, there you go. Have I'll you seen, try that one. Have you seen Bird on a Wire, Susie? No, I, I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Like I say, I'm not a movie person. But. Yeah, but he's right. It came out about the same time. It's Mel Gibson and Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Give it a shot. All right. Susie, thank you. Uh, We have someone else texting in about Sabrina. Oh, here's the one I was expecting. Uh, Lynn is texting on the Stolberg line. She loves Love Story. How do we come down on that, Derek? Who doesn't love Love Story? It's the movie that introduced us to the Ally McGraw's disease, where the, you know... (laughs) Uh, you know, the worse look you get, the more beautiful you look. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it, the Ally McGraw disease. Yeah, Ally McGraw disease, yeah. The, you know, the worse off you get, you're dying, and the more you're dying, the more beautiful you look. <laughs> uh, Brian O'Neill, Ally McGraw, Ray Milan. Love is never having to say you're sorry. Yeah, love is exactly. I mean, come on. It's right there in the title, Love Story. I'm surprised they haven't remade that movie since they're into this habit of remaking movies. And that was such a box office smash. I think it was like, what, 70, 71, somewhere in there. You would oh, think, yeah. You yeah. think they'd remake that. Hmm. All right, uh, Derek Ferguson on this broadcast. We'll come back for a final segment. We're live, we're local. And remember, we're not talking about impeachment. This is Hometown Radio. Amber Johnson joins us after news at the top of the hour. We're in our final segment with the pulp writer and film critic Derek L. Ferguson. Sunday is Valentine's Day. We're just sitting around talking about some of the favorite movies we might be watching on Valentine's Day. I've got this list from Rotten Tomatoes. These are their list of the top romantic movies in terms of the ones that were best reviewed. I'm not going to read them all, but let me just pull a couple off the list. As I mentioned earlier, number one is Casablanca. Also high on the list, It Happened One Night, Singing in the Rain, Call Me By Your Name, The Philadelphia Story, Top Hat, An American in Paris, Annie Hall, Vertigo. 
If you want in on this conversation, we need to hear from you now, please. 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Marilyn is in San Luis on KVEC. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, David. Hey, Marilyn. Hey. Say hi to Derek. I've seen a lot of movies, so it's difficult to break it down. But I liked The Misfits. Oh. Clark Gable. Marilyn Marilyn Monroe? Marilyn Monroe. Hmm. I'm not sure I'd watch that on Valentine's Day, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have It Happened One Night. I like that, too. Great movie, yeah. And there was a movie, I can't remember, it was a romantic comedy, and it featured Doris Day and Rock Hudson. That could be anything. Pillow Talk? I think that was it. Okay. So, I think that's it. Derek, have you seen The Misfits? Yeah, of course. I love The Misfits, but I go along with you, Dave. That's not exactly the movie that I think I would watch on Valentine's Day because <laughs> it's such a heartbreaking, <laughs> such a heartbreaking movie. You know, it, it's a great movie, terrific movie. But I, it's not the first thing that I would put into the Blu-ray player on Valentine's Day and say, "Well, honey, let's snuggle up and watch this one." <laughs> <laughs> I liked it because. It was Clark Gable's last movie. Marilyn Monroe's last movie. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was doomed because you've got, what, uh, Clark Gable, Marilyn Monroe, was it Montgomery Clift is in that? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he was in that too. Eli Wallach is in that one. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these people, they're just, they were lucky they got through that movie. (laughs) But can you tell me what the name of the one was with... A romantic comedy with Doris Day and Pillow Rock talk. Hudson. Pillow talk. That was it. Okay. Yeah. And it happened one night. It's very old, but very funny. So, uh, that's it. That's plenty. Marilyn, thanks for calling. Appreciate your call. Jeff is in a Tascadero on KVEC. Hi, Jeff. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're good, Jeff. What do you recommend for Valentine's Hello. Day? Uh... A movie that was really great, uh, it doesn't get played much anymore, but Summer of 42. Oh, wow, that takes me back. Have you seen that, Derek? What movie is that? Summer of 42, Jennifer O'Neill. Oh, Jennifer O'Neill, oh yeah, sure, I haven't seen that in ages, yeah. Summer of 42, great movie. I remember remember mostly about that, the music by Michelle Legrand, and and the song, the, The Summer Knows. Which I will not sing. Yeah, <laughs> Boy, yeah, Jen- yeah. Jennifer yeah. O'Neill is one of those actresses that she doesn't get mentioned much anymore. But you know, back in the day, she was really good. And they had the. Did you see the sequel, Jeff? Uh, Class of Forty Four. I can't place that one, Dave. I cannot place that one. No. Yeah, they they had the three guys come back for a sequel where they go off to college. It's not as good because there's no Jennifer O'Neill. And they're right. just all in college together. But if you're curious, you can probably find that somewhere. It's the class of 44. Okay. Yeah, but Jennifer O'Neill, she was at the height of her acting powers, and she was probably still in her early 30s. And uh, you know, as you recall the plot, you know, her, yeah. her fiancé or her husband had died in the war, and yep. there was this young guy coming up, and it was just, it, it, was, it, it was not the run-of-the-mill script either. It was a, had a different, different take to it, so I... Uh, when you were talking about the movies for Valentine's Day, I thought that one 
came out of my memory banks. So I thought I'd call in you guys and bring that one up. We're so glad you did, Jeff. Thank you very much. Great suggestion. Anybody else want in? 805-543-8830. 800-549-5832. Helene's in Aurora Grande on KVEC. Hi, Helene. My goodness. Hello. Hi. D- Dave? I'm here. No. Hi. Dave, I, I just uh, we've been driving and listening to your uh, choices about romantic movies, and I had to come in the house, and I just took a chance to call call you. Um, you may have already mentioned it, though, in that interim period. It called An Affair to Remember with Cary oh. Grant and Deborah Carr. I'm surprised that you're the first person to call in to mention that. I was going to think oh. that that'd be one of the first movies to be mentioned. What, to, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I was thinking about it when you said what was coming up, and I heard in, in my in my mind, same time next year, and then this one. And Derek mentioned the very first one, same time next year. They're they're both up there. But anyway, I I thought oh maybe someone had already called. Uh, I mean it's a wonderful movie. Um, uh, they're 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 wonderful actors separately, but together they have a lot of chemistry. And it I don't think anybody should miss it if they haven't seen it. Cary Grant, uh, Deborah Kerr. And well, and we're Correct. talking about sleeping in Seattle. Uh, you, you don't have oh. you don't have sleepless in Seattle if you don't have a fair to remember. I think that's true. Yeah, <laughs> because they meet at the top of the Empire State Building. Yeah, 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 later. yeah. Well, yeah. that's the that's the premise: falling in love on the ocean liner, and uh, I mean, it just. Um, I might have to get it, even though I've seen it a bunch of times. I hadn't made any plans for my husband and I, but I think I'm going to have to see that one again. Uh, but anyway, you, I just yeah. wanted to call you if, if no one had mentioned it, because uh, I was enjoying the show. But, have, um, have you seen the remake that Warren Beatty and Annette Benning did called Love Affair? I, I have, yeah. and Catherine Hepburn, I think, played, um, played in that. Yeah, I think Jenny I, I did, out. and and I liked it. I I didn't like it quite as much as this, but I I did like it as well. I mean, they you know obviously <laughs> go well together. Aileen, <laughs> thanks so much. A long time. Thank you very much for calling in. Appreciate it very much. Uh, well, what do you think, Derek? Fair to remember, love affair. Any of those fit, work for you? And a fair to remember. And a fair to remember is one of those movies I saw when I was younger, and I said, ah, I don't get it, and then. One day I saw it, I think I must have been like in my late 40s, I saw it, and I got it, and the next thing I know, I have a box of Kleenex, and I'm blowing my nose, (laughs) (laughs) you know, because, you know, because, okay, now now I've got it, because I've got some life experience behind me, you know, so, okay, bam, now I get the movie, yeah. On the uh, Stober Law KVC text line, Cheryl is picking Out of Africa with Robert Redford and Meryl Streep. That's a beautiful movie. Although I couldn't get my head around Robert Redford as the British explorer. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that movie, and you know what? It's one of those movies, I remember seeing it, but if you ask me to describe like individual scenes, anything like that, nothing like really stands. It's not a movie that sticks with you. Let's just say there's a scene with Robert Redford and the lion that would stick with you yeah i i kept yeah, wanting about it i don't know there's got to be a story to this i just uh, i saw that movie and i kept seeing sean connery instead of robert redford <laughs> and i don't know if he wanted too much money or he dropped out i don't know um also, mm, also, also on the text line sweet home alabama with reese witherspoon have you seen that 
Mm, no, I've I've seen it floating around, but it was one of those movies I just... I'm very suspicious of movies that have song titles as the title. <laughs> Why? I am. I'm, I don't know. I'm just very suspicious, mm. you know. I, I tend to say, you know, well, I don't know. Hey. It's just me, Dave. I, I don't know. What can I tell you? It's just I'm very suspicious of movies that have song titles as their title. Craig wants to toss out a few more. Craig, what do you got? Yeah, real quick. Uh, my Girlfriend's Boyfriend. Great twist ending. Uh, the Night We Never Met uh, is a really another really great underrated one. Teacher's Pet with Clark Gable yeah, well, and Send Me No Flowers yeah. with Doris Day and it, Rock Hudson. Yeah, That might have been the one that uh, Marilyn was thinking That's about. the one where he thinks he's dying, and so he's looking for a new husband for his wife. Huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. I love that one, yeah. We invite you to check That's out. Hilarious. We invite you to check out Derek's website at DerekLFerguson.com. Uh, more text messages coming in on the Stolberg line. Runaway Bride. I saw Pretty Woman, and I really admired Pretty Woman with uh, Gear and Roberts, but I didn't see Runaway Bride. Did you, Derek? Okay, again, that, believe it or not, I've never seen Pretty Woman. Oh, really? Never seen Pretty Woman. No, add never that, seen Pretty Woman. Add that to your list. That's the movie I, that made Julia Roberts a star. Yeah, but you know what? I heard the premise of it, and it was like, okay, well, I don't need to know anything more about it, you know. Yeah, but... And that but, was it. I mean, yeah. the subject matter just didn't interest me. Yeah, but but again, I just pointed out that's the one that made her a star. It's a, it's, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a role. Um, also on the Stolberg line, I'm glad someone brought up the Irish film once. That's one of my favorite films about the the musician and the woman he meets on the streets of Dublin. It became a musical, I guess. I know, Derek. I'm giving you homework. You got to see some of these movies, and I got and then I got I got to see this uh, the whole wide world because I'm not familiar with that. Uh, trust me, you're going to love it. All right. Derek Ferguson, we always appreciate your time. Again, it's uh, DerekLFerguson.com. You have 30 seconds for a final thought, my friend. Uh, final thought? Um, okay. Two more movies. One is a recent one uh, that is on Amazon Prime Video called Sylvie's Love. Uh, if you enjoyed the Technicolor romance movies of Douglas Sirk made in the 1950s and 60s, you're going to enjoy this one because... That's what it is. It looks like a, it looks and feels like a Douglas Sirk uh, Technicolor romance, but with African Americans. And um, I could also recommend a movie called Chili Seeds of Winter, starring John Hurd and Mary Beth Hurt. That was directed by a fantastic female director that we just recently lost, uh, named Joan go. Micklin Silver. We gotta go. And uh, we gotta go, Derek. Thanks for joining us. Here comes the news. You're listening to Hometown Radio. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.